Please don't talk like that. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Mary and Martha podcast. Uh, it's your girl, Christina. What is wrong with you? I don't even know. First of all, hey y'all. I was going to say welcome one, welcome all, but I was talking to my coworker this week and I walked in her office. She was like, welcome one, welcome all. <laughs> I was like, don't you troll me. Anyway, welcome one, welcome all to the Mary and Martha podcast. My name is Keisha. And I already told you my name. You know, it's kind of like when you are in church and you go, welcome once, welcome twice, welcome in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, is that where you get that from? We don't say that at my church. So <laughs> I can't help you there. Anyway, so we're the Mary. We won't say that at Zion Church either, but anyway. Welcome to the Mary and Martha podcast, where we gather weekly to commune, concentrate, and contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. Yup. And we're, oh, whoops. That was a really loud smack. Sorry, everybody who had turned this up. If you could just uh, dial it back with me. We also make sure that the kind of community create that we are creating is a community that we've been seeking. And so what we do is we lift women up to be the kind of women that God has destined for us to be, the kind of be the kind of women that Jesus um, acknowledged us as, acknowledged us as women who were dignified, who were worthy, who were valued, and we hope to create that space here with you guys. And we've also been fortunate to start being able to create that space in person as well. And so we're going to be excited to tell you about that in a little bit. But first, we want to tell you where to find us. You can find us every Thursday right here on your favorite podcasting app, whether it is iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. We are here and ready for you. And on our IG page at Mary and Martha Podcast, email maryandmarthapodcast at gmail.com or always and forever our website, www.maryandmarthapodcast.com. The only reason I didn't interrupt you is because we've been talking about how our sound goes all wonky when we interrupt each other, but know that I wanted to interrupt you and tell you to shut up. But anyway, um, like I said, we are also creating these intentional spaces in person, and that's been really, really exciting for us. So this past weekend, we joined the Read Temple Innovation Hub at the Dream Retreat. We had the honor of leading the devotional, and we basically did... Thank you. And we basically did um, another version of the Lord Use My Boat because the purpose of the retreat was to prepare disciples, right? It was supposed to give practical and spiritual information on how to be used by God. And so we thought um, that doing the Lord Use My Boat, that's where the Lord led us. And then throughout the rest of the day with all the other speakers, they were just saying things that were directly aligned with what we said. So we are really, really excited that we allowed God to use our boats on Saturday. And we're excited because he's going to have us do it again. Right. And again, and again, you'll be glad that I, I can't interrupt you because I almost mm-hmm. interrupted you, but then I would rather have my sound working. So mm-hmm. we are also going to be at the dream brunch. There and that go. is on June 15th from 12 Saturday, June 15th from 12 to 2 PM at the Hamilton. We will be hosting the dream brunch. It's about to be super lit. Sean Tillery and changed. will be there. They'll be singing. We'll have bomb food. We'll have mocktails because you know, it's Jesus. And then we'll also be kind of interacting with each other and having a good time. You know, me and Christina, we're going to bring it. We're going to bring the fun. We're going to bring the funk. 
don't know what the funk. We will bring the fun. And also, we will be at the Zion Women's Conference. This is the first time we're announcing this. Zion Women's Conference. It will be the Zion Women's Conference on August 3rd, uh, 2019, where we'll be talking about what else but Mary and Martha and the story of Mary and Martha um, and how they are such amazing women to emulate in the Bible. Martha is too. So I don't know why we hate on Martha, but Mary and Martha. Martha got that work ethic. Okay. She got the discipline. So. Let's go right into our Mary and Martha moment. Since we're talking about Mary and we're talking about Martha, Keisha, how was your week this week? Hey, well, she was on a good roll for a little bit, but uh, she had a lot of Martha moments this week. But like we said, Martha's not totally bad. So Shakisha was on her grind this week. Okay. So she was getting that work done. But there were plenty of times when Shakisha lost lost sight of why she was doing the work that she was doing. Even though I love, let me stop talking in third person. That's weird. I love the work that I'm doing, but sometimes I get so caught up in the task and all that kind of stuff. I forget why. And then today, just out the blue, um, remember I told you I went to um, Boston to talk at the Women's Leadership Conference. There was a woman out the blue who sent me a message on LinkedIn just to tell me that um, she really loved the conference really loved my session. And because of it, she made sure to get her daughter's affairs in order before she went on this road trip. And so she just found me on LinkedIn so that she could send me a message to thank me. And it reminded me that I'm doing something that I really love and I really care about. And I'm really happy about being able to be paid for it because I know that that's a privilege to love what you're doing. So that was helpful. But That was Martha right up until... Got that LinkedIn message today. That's awesome. Like, that's awesome. It's really good to feel like the work that you're doing is paying off. Like, that is just paramount, for real. Um, My child, I don't know what I was this week. How about this? Um, Right now, I am probably Martha because I'm worried about the details of going to sleep. So I'm starting a whole new workout routine. So remember my knee was all janky and I'm finally cleared to like really kind of work out. So I've been doing the elliptical and my thing is getting up at 530 in the morning again so I can be like Keisha and get up and go work out. So I've been doing that three days in a row. Praise God. So right now, I'm so tired. Your body rhythm, like you have to get readjusted to waking Mm -hmm. up that early. And three days in, I feel the fight right now. Yep. You definitely have to get readjusted to it. It's not a joke. Before we move on to the group chat for the day, um, I wanted to just take a moment to say to people, hey, if you love what we're talking about here, if you love the ministry that you're experiencing experiencing with us, then we would love for you to leave a review for us on um, iTunes podcasts, because what that does is it kind of uh, raises our visibility and it gives us the opportunity to minister to even more people. So um, we did see a review on our podcast, I think it was a couple weeks ago, and it was a really sweet response and it really was encouraging for us. So if you could either, you know, send us an email to marymarthapodcast at gmail.com, but more, more importantly, help us to spread the word, help us to spread the ministry that we're trying to do here and leave us a little review on iTunes and rate us. It's a wonderful, wonderful tool for you to help your sisters out. Yes, and thank you. Shout out to the Cuban Dream. 
Um, I think I know who this is now that I just looked at it. Um, but I, you know, what's really cool is that I get stopped at church. Um, one of the small groups is using the podcast for their small group. Oh my right. gosh. What? And I was like, Oh, that's so awesome. That's awesome. So, so yeah, we we see y'all out there and we're super happy that you guys are getting something from this. So let's go right into our group chat. You guys know I get into a book of the Bible and then I get obsessed with it and all my group chats are about it for like a good month, maybe two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love me some Luke and not that look at them girls with the day streaks or not that kind of Luke. Oh. But I like that loop too, but I'm really talking about the loop that's found in the Bible. So let's go ahead. Don't give me that. Uh... <laughs> you are so corny. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. When we were there on Saturday, <laughs> Christina's first, good Lord. What was your first point? I'm not telling you because you're making fun of me and I don't like it. Christina, not let the people you. know. The not people need to know you. The people need, it was something like, you know, uh, like use your boat or something like that. And she's saying it like row, row, row your boat. And it was like, fine, fine, find your boat or something like that. And she was so excited to do it. And I let her do it by herself. Okay. That would not be associated with certain things. All right. First of all, it was no, no, no. Your boat. Thank you. <laughs> Made you do it. Thank you. No, no, no. Your boat. And like two people laughed and she was so pressed <laughs> of the two people. Out of the thirty people that we were talking no, to, I will embarrass myself in the name of Jesus and not even be ashamed because I shall not be ashamed of the gospel. Thank you very much. Anyway, Luke seven. Mm-mm, mm-mm, that ain't Jesus. Mm-mm, don't do that. Don't put that on him. Luke, Luke seven. So, um, I am right now walking into a whole new space at work, and I know a lot of people um, either have been in a new space at work, whether it's a new position or a new location or a wholly, totally new company, um, or whether you're walking into a new space at church, if you're going to a whole new church or stepping into a whole new ministry, um, or even walking into a brand new relationship. We all have those times when we're in new spaces and we don't really know how to navigate in that space, how to win people over. We don't we're walking into a place where we aren't familiar with the culture. Like, how do people talk? Like, when you walk into a church, um, there's a super churchy church, and you hear words like, oh, how you doing? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Or God is good all the time. All the time is God is good. God is good. Mm-hmm. There's lingo that comes with walking into a new space that we may not know at times. There's relationship building that comes into a new space. Like, will they like me? Will they like what I have on? Will they like how I talk? And a lot of times we're really worried about how we are in new spaces. So I wanted to specifically look at Luke 7. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and read just verse 1 through. And I'm going to end it for it. It's going to be short today. Um, actually, 5. When he had concluded saying all this to the people who were listening, he entered Capernaum. A centurion servant who was highly valued by him was sick and about to die. When the centurion heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders to him, requesting him to come and save the life of his servant. When they reached Jesus, they pleaded with him earnestly, saying, He, meaning the, the centurion, is worthy for you to grant this because he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. So we're looking at um, in Luke 6, Jesus preaching and um, doing miracles. And Jesus entered into a city called Capernaum. And he met this um, 
he met some Jewish elders who went to Jesus on behalf of a Roman soldier. A centurion soldier was a Roman soldier. And he was a he was actually an officer um, in the Roman military. And he had this servant who was super valuable to the centurion. And he was about to die. So the centurion was like, oh, Jesus here. Let me go send some of my uh, my mans and them to go see Jesus. Maybe Jesus will listen to the Jewish elders. Because, you know, Jesus was Jewish. So... When they reached Jesus, um, they really kind of stepped to Jesus and was just like, hey, we got this guy. Um, Yeah, he's a Roman soldier. He's kind of an officer or whatever. Um, But like he's really worthy for you to grant this. So the Roman soldier or centurion had two things working for him. He was into a new space, right? He was in a space with the Jewish elders and the Jewish people. And he wasn't Jewish. He was Roman. He was actually Roman. And he heard about this man named Jesus and he really respected um, and loved Jesus. He really respected and loved the Jewish people and the Jewish elders. And how do we know this? We know this by the Jewish people, the elders, when they reached Jesus, they said, he's worthy because he loves our nation and has built a synagogue. When you're walking into a new situation or a new circumstance, new job, whatever, what have you, you have to make sure that you work on your relationship with people and that your relationship produces results. So the centurion loved the people. Um, he loved the nation. He, having found that salvation was of the Jews, he loved the Jews for it. And he showed his love by building them a synagogue, by doing something that wasn't in his job description, but because he loved the people, because he wanted to really respect and reverence Jesus, he did it because of that. His love took a practical and appropriate form. He built something. Um, what are you doing for the people in your new space? Are you actively showing that you love them? Are you actively telling them that you love them? Um is it a situation where people are like going on your behalf and like, hey, yo, Jesus, this, this centurion is really worthy of you granting this request about his um, his servant. So we have to really look at new situations like how can I use this as an, as an opportunity to love? I really love this because I think a lot of times and, and, and I'm going to talk about myself here, but a lot of times when we get on new jobs, we tend to jump to results. And the problem with doing that means that others can perceive that you don't care about relationships. So if you do care about not only um, producing well, a lot of producing well means that you've um, you've created the types of relationships where you work well enough with people to serve others well. And so that's what I really love about this because, you know, I had some, you know, I had some tickles at work before and it was because I was really focused on results. Cause that's what I, I was like, I was brought in here to deliver. And so, you know, it's great if I like the people I work with and I do like the people I work with, but my focus here is to drive results. I need to be serving this one, serving this one, getting these tasks done, blah, 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 blah. And what I realized is it made people feel alienated from me because they thought that I didn't care about them as people, which wasn't true at all. It's just that 
I wasn't prioritizing it properly. So when you prioritize relationships, then you're being more Christ-like, but you're also providing more opportunity to actually get the results that you're looking for, because then the results are not about you, but it's about everyone producing um, the results that are needed. Because when you look at the scripture, it said, he deserves you to do this because he loves our nation and he's built our synagogue, which meant that he humbled himself enough to come in and say, I'm going to embrace who you all are. And then I'm going to embrace the goals that you have and help you all achieve them. So I, mm. I wish that, <laughs> I wish I had this, you know, back in 2013 <laughs> when I first started practicing, you know, every job I'm probably going to listen to this going forward for us, my life, but look, you got a new job, go for the relationships and you'll get the results. Cause that's, you know, that you can produce the results but you'll produce even better results when your relationships are strong. And people follow you different when they know that you love them and you care about them. Like people will follow people further and faster when they know that you really have an interest in their life. Like one of the things that I did intentionally today with some of my, um, my attorneys and I was getting on their nerves. They're actually laughing at me at the end of the day, but I said, where are you emotionally? There are five emotions. Either you're mad, sad, glad, bad, which is guilt or shame, or you are afraid. Um, so I had them like name like what how they felt today. And some people were like, I feel tired. Like, no, tired is not an emotion. Tired is a state of being. So you have to say what one of your emotions are. And then we talked about how feelings are indicators, not dictators of your um, mood. Like we don't, we need to say what the feeling is and then realize like why we feel that like that, but not just walk around all day. Like I'm going to let my feelings dictate how I'm going to move around in the world. Um, But it was important for me to do that with my team because I want them to know that, you know, I care about how you feel. Like even if it's something like I'm mad because the copier doesn't work. Okay, cool. Like let's let's look at that. Let's look at that feeling and let's look at the indication that um, you really feel mad because you have a million things to do and you don't have the time to sit here and worry about a copier um, and figure out paper jams and stuff like that because you have a whole long list. So you know if your list is really bothering you, what can we do to cut down your list? Kind of looking at people in a different way than just I need you to produce, 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 but I want to fr- like really figure out where you are as a person right now. Mm-hmm. And I got, I saw that from Lisa Turkis. I love Lisa Turkis. Uh, Proverbs thirty one podcast. They did a, a podcast on therapy and anxiety. Oh my god, amazing! So. Check, check her out. She's awesome. Yeah, I love that because, you know, I think one of the things you learn as you get older is that the work will always be there, but the people won't. Right. Mm-hmm. And so even on a professional level, if you work well with people, even if they move on to other jobs, you never know if they send somebody your way because they know you serve people well or they speak highly of your name when you're not even in the room. Right. But on a personal level, it also always puts you in the position to show godly love to others, because if you're always seeking to love them first, then you're not focusing on judging them. You're not focusing on condemning them. You're not doing all of those sort of things that drive people away from the body of Christ. If we're supposed to be ambassadors, what Jesus did first is God so loved the world 
that he gave his son. He loved us first and then he gave us what we needed. And that's how we have to approach not just our jobs, but also our relationships, friendships, romantic relationships. If we started with the relationship first, how much better would the world look? How much better, how much happier would people be if people were focused on loving each other first, such that you knew how to meet someone else's need? Exactly. And then after you love, then you produce, then you show your results. Then you really get into like showing love as an action and not just that, that you're saying it. Like we just put um, the horse before, put the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. Like the love has to be driving the bus, driving the cart. And then the cart is just a follow-up like that. I'm showing you how I, how I actually love you. And I love how you put that. You're not judging them. Not, you're not condemning them. You're not even saying, at my old school, we did this. Like, you're really just embracing them for who they are and just loving them. Not saying you can't go in there and change some things, but you really have to go in there and say, um, yes, how, I'm, how, how will I love you today? And then how will I show my love? Amen. So, that's 21 minutes. I'm just saying. Oh, mercy. Anyway, um, so... Talk to us about how you love others. What are what are some of the tools that you've done where you know that you have been able to love others well? Send us a reply to our group chat. Send us an email to marionmarthapodcast at gmail.com. And then also let us know if you're finding some difficult in, difficulty in being able to love others. And we'll cover you in prayer this week. But for everybody else, let's jump right into our power prayer of the week. Let's get down and get focused and get centered with our loving Savior who loved us first and showed us how to love others. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this day. God, we thank you again for the privilege to be alive and to love one another and to serve one another and to be able to do it every day better than we did the day before. Thank you, God, for showing us what love really is. You showed us that love is sacrifice. You showed us that love is time. You showed us that love is attention. You showed us that love is forgiveness. You showed us that love are all the things that the world teaches us not to do, to humble ourselves, to put others before we put ourselves. God, and so we thank you that you've showed us how to love and we ask that you will empower us to love one another, God. And in loving one another, we know that love is an action. It's not just a saying, but it's something that we got to put something behind. And so God, we ask you that as we love other people, you show us how to do that by showing them how we love them through our actions, God. Don't let us just give them empty platitudes related to love, but show us how to get down in the dirt with them, to bring them up out of their depths of darkness, to sit with them in their times of despair, God to love them through their times of sadness and to rejoice with them through their times of celebration. God, show us how to love each other better. Show us how to love ourselves better, God, because a lot of times our issues with loving others is because we don't love ourselves. So God, we just ask that you would come and give us godly confidence in who you have called and created us to be such that we love who we are so much that we inspire others to love themselves. And then we also show them how to love each other through our actions. Thank you, God, for yet another week that you've blessed us with the opportunity to serve others well. 
We ask that as this week goes on, that you keep our eyes and ears open on how to meet someone else's need. Help us to be encouraging. Help us to be loving. Help us to be Christ-like until we meet again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for locking in with us. We Again, we apologize for all the audio issues that we've been having lately. Hopefully this will... Uh, fixed a little bit of the problem and we will see y'all next time. Bye!